In breaking news this morning, Rupert Murdoch has announced he is stepping down as chair of News Corp and Fox News. In a statement, the Australian-born media mogul says, for my entire professional life, I have engaged daily with news and ideas, and that will not change, but the time is right. The 92-year-old will remain in the leadership roles until November before handing the reins over to his eldest son, Lachlan. Joining me now is national political editor Samantha Maiden and Seven News reporter Nick McCallum. Good morning to both of you. Sam, you work at News Corp. This is a huge announcement for the company this morning. Did you have the inside running? Well, I got the email at 11 o'clock at uh, the same time as everybody else, but it is the end of an incredible innings, but not the end, obviously, of his influence uh, over the organisation and over the media. He makes it clear in, in that uh, note that he will continue to have a role in the contest of ideas, that he'll continue to come in and have some ideas about how the company is run and that he will still be in the office, he says, late on a Friday, which is more than you can say for most people of his generation. So, an extraordinary uh, career. He is undoubtedly uh, a, a person of global influence and clearly, I think, the most influential person in the media in the last century in Australia, in the United Kingdom and across the globe. Yeah, Nick, it's, a, it's an amazing legacy. And as we say, he's still continuing in an honorary position. There will be mixed feelings about this today because he's a very controversial figure, isn't he? Oh, he certainly is, and he's the most influential Australian, certainly, of last century and so far this century. I worked with uh, Rupert Murdoch, or for Rupert Murdoch, rather, for a very short period when he took over Channel 10 for a very short amount of time in the late 1980s. And let me tell you, those appearances late on a Friday were notorious around <laughs> his various businesses because he came in and shook things up. I think Sam's right. It won't change anything really with news. He will be there. He will be an enormous influence. But he has been controversial. I was living in America when he came in and he started Fox News Channel and he certainly shook up the American media circuit. He needed to do it but of course his association with the Republican Party has always has been controversial. Well, moving on, the Prime Minister has been accused of going soft on his COVID inquiry by refusing to examine border closures and lockdowns by state governments. Deputy Opposition Leader Susan Lee says the PM is putting political interests ahead of Australia's interests and shielding Labor premiers from proper scrutiny. The 12-month inquiry will instead examine things like vaccine supplies and quarantine arrangements made at a federal level under Scott Morrison. Sam... Is this a bad move by the PM? Look, I think it is because he is obviously arguing this is going to be short and sharp. I think the danger is that it's going to be quick and dirty. Uh, it's a huge uh, subject area to cover off in 12 months. You know, there have been royal commissions on a much narrower scope that have taken a lot longer. And I think, you know, one of the biggest issues that it should be looking at uh, is not just the issues that you mentioned that are no doubt important, but the impact on schools and the impact on the generation of children on lockdowns. That's what we should be looking at uh, and that's what we should be addressing 
right now. Yes, we can learn things from the pandemic about supply chains, but what are we going to do about our kids right now? You know, when I talk to kindergarten teachers, they talk about a whole generation of children, particularly boys that have some real behavioural issues uh, that are more pronounced than they were before the pandemic. Um, There's a generation of teenagers that have missed out on really important learning on literacy and numeracy. It's a big mess and I think that is the issue that should be tackled. No, it shouldn't be a witch hunt where it's just about going after state premiers, but if they've got questions to answer, they should have to ask them and be answer them. Yeah, and the allegation this morning, Nick, is that it's a witch hunt against the former coalition government and the Labor mates, which is most of the premiers in this country, will get off scot-free without being inquired into. Well, Nat, wouldn't you love something to happen in the country organised by politicians for the good of the country? Unfortunately, everything has a political bias. Of course, the premiers and the territory leaders should be examined. All their actions should be examined. In Victoria, for instance, 262 days of lockdown. We need a full and frank assessment, not necessarily for retribution, although I'm sure many people would like a little bit of that, but more to examine what went wrong, what went right. Sam's right. We need to examine the schools, whether that was handled properly. The playgrounds. In Victoria, the quarantine system was an absolute mess. We need to be able to look at those, frankly, fully and then determine what worked and what didn't so we have a template for next time. There's no point in having gone through everything we went through during COVID and not having learned lessons, apolitical lessons. Let's not make it all about retribution. Let's not all blame the Morrison government, for instance. Let's look at it appropriately, say that worked, that didn't, and at the end of the day, learn something from it. Mm. Unfortunately, I fear it's going to become so political and a waste of everyone's time. Finally, charities and sports clubs could have a tough time finding someone to man or woman a sausage sizzle. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I've done it. When new food safety rules come into effect, from December 8, anyone who regularly handles food will need to show they have undergone food safety training. Oh, come on. Yeah, volunteers will need to have completed a free online food safety training course or show they possess food safety skills and knowledge in some other form. I'm not sure how you do that, Sam. What, what do you oh, how you do that is you find the bureaucrat who came up with that idea and you put them in detention. Mm. <laughs> put them into lockdown, you reckon? Yeah, don't give them a sausage. Nick, we ha- I know people are complaining about a lot of rules. This seems absolutely ridiculous, doesn't it? Oh, it is. Very, very simple. You just organise a team leader. One person in the organisation who does the course, who knows everything, who oversees everyone, and then you get your mums and dads in there to cook your sausage. It's not that hard. Oh, we seem Bit to of have bacteria survived. bacteria never killed anyone. Toughens you up. I agree. <laughs> we seem to have survived in this country and sausage sizzles are, you know... And it's a, it's a sausage. It's not that hard. Exactly. Get your tongs out, everyone. Put your tongs out for the sausage sizzle. Thank you very much. <laughs> 